everybody. Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Aligned and Thriving. I am one of your hosts, Dr. Jeremy Bullimore. And as always, I am joined by my esteemed colleague, Dr. Anthony Evans. Hello, How's everyone. It going? Great to be here. Great to be here with you again, Jeremy. Excited nice. about this one. Nice. So today, what we're going to talk about is uh, chiropractic care, but specifically uh, for pregnancy. And I'm going to start it off with uh, Dr. Evans knows this statistic that I'm getting ready to throw out because right before we started recording, I threw out this statistic. But for our listeners, um, I want you to hear this because I think it's it's actually kind of interesting. So this is from an article in the Journal of Midwifery and or Midwifery. I don't I you could go either way there. And uh Women's Health from 2006. And it stated that 32% of women report symptoms to pre, to their prenatal provider. Now we're talking about pregnancy related symptoms. So reported symptoms to their prenatal provider and 25% of those providers actually re recommended uh chiro chiro treatment. So interesting. Yeah, and I, I think there's been some evolution of, you know, OBs saying, hey, we're noticing improvement in delivery times, how the moms are doing, um, maybe the symptoms they're experiencing during uh, their pregnancy that they're getting on board with getting chiropractic care during pregnancy. So, um, yeah, let's unpack this. And I think a lot of people, you know, I, I commonly get the feedback of, oh, I didn't know I could get chiropractic care while I'm pregnant, you know, is it safe? Is it going to hurt the baby or, you know, what's that look like and how, yeah. how are you going to adjust me, um, when I'm pregnant? And so, um, I think those are things that we need to answer and, uh, kind of explain how we do it and how we've been doing it for a long time mm -hmm. with our patients and with our equipment that we use to, to adjust the pregnant patient. So I look at it like, you know, there's a great benefit to getting regular chiropractic care from it's, ability to keep the joints moving and healthy to helping the nervous system, you know, turning on that parasympathetic, that rest and digest, heal and repair kind of side of the nervous system. And so there's some really phenomenal wellness benefits to just getting chiropractic care in general. But, um, you know, when you're pregnant, now we're like hyper aware of your health, right? It's like, you might not take any vitamins ever and you get pregnant and boom, I need prenatal vitamins, right? So it's a time where we're hyper-focused on the mom's health, the mom's environment, and um, trying to do everything we can to optimize their health and have a nice, healthy delivery. And so chiropractic just fits in so well for that. Um, probably what you've experienced too, you know, we see a lot of people, moms come in, usually because there's some kind of low back or neck pain, pelvic pain coming from the growth of the baby. Mm -hmm. Um I advocate women to come in very early on. Um, I'd love for moms to be under chiropractic care, so to speak, uh, prior to even getting pregnant. I think that's pretty cool, like preconception, because you're aware yeah. of all the things you can do to help your microbiome and, you know, be in a healthy state prior to even conceiving. I think that's the best scenario, but sometimes it's later on. Um, so we're really good with addressing some of the 
mechanical changes that take place, right? As the baby is growing, the uterus is expanding, and there's all these ligaments that are tethered to that uterus. And um, those, you know, are getting stretched and pulled sometimes in new ways that you haven't felt before. That pelvic, yeah. uh, you know, floor is getting challenged. And so um, chiropractic care can kind of help get in there and kind of address the alignment, the movement, the biomechanical changes, and kind of coach you through some things you can do in conjunction with your your OB. And so even for just that one component, I think it's pretty powerful just to keep mom comfortable and happy and able to rest and get good sleep because she's not hurting all night um, throughout her pregnancy. So even that yeah. alone, I think is, is pretty powerful, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, I think... Pregnancy, among other things, it, it it's amazing the the changes that occur to the mother in such a short period of time, and you know, be able to produce this this beautiful you know kind of creature. You know, one of the things, and I hope I don't get wrecked for stating this, but you know, pregnancy in and itself is a biomechanical nightmare to to the to the mom. I mean, it just your center of gravity changes, your um, laxity within joints changes. And so it just alters so much, um, you know, of how we move in a very short period of time. And then in a matter of moments, that changes. And, you know, maybe the expectation is that you're just going to rebound kind of back, you know, kind of back to normal in, you know, in a lot of it, it's that's you know not the the case in a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of ways. It's the exception to the rule, you know, if you would. So, yeah, hundred percent. What one of the biggest advantages, you know, I was talking about just kind of keeping them comfortable and happy and functioning throughout their pregnancy. But um, I think they've done some studies on this, and it's like twenty five to thirty percent shorter labor time. So that's a huge benefit, right? If you're looking to have a natural um, delivery, if we can shorten that because things are, you know, baby's in the right position, pelvis mm -hmm. is lined up, all things are, you know, a go, you're going to have a much smoother, happier delivery and, and shorter. And shorter is is nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot that, like you're talking about, that changes in the mom's body throughout that process mechanically, and uh, sometimes it doesn't feel as good as we want. But there's a lot of cool things we can do, um, both in the office. We also advocate um, some home stretching and exercises and, and some work to do to kind of prepare their body and kind of maintain their body throughout the pregnancy so that way uh, they're prepared. Um, another thing that's kind of cool with working with an alternative healthcare provider, like a chiropractor while you're pregnant is you're going to get a little bit more balanced approach and some maybe suggestions and some insight to maybe nutrition or some holistic things to kind of complement what you might be doing with your OB, um, that they may or may not suggest. Um, and so I think that's a good outlet to kind of get all different perspectives on how to, how to do it. Yeah. Um, and then, like you said, towards the end, it changes instantly. Now we've got this bundle of joy that we've got to hold on to. And so now we've mm -hmm. got neck and upper back problems because we're looking at this cute little baby that we just had and, and holding them nonstop and maybe okay. breastfeeding, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there's kind of a transition that happens. Um, 
So yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. So early on, um, cause you know, you kind of break this into trimesters early on. It's just a, you know, you, you come in and you're just like a regular chiropractic patient, right? Like right. you're going to get treated mostly the same. Um, the biomechanical stuff hasn't happened as significant usually in that trimester, but maybe you have some nausea. Um, the hormones are changing drastically. Um, there is some research even getting chiropractic adjustments um, in the neck region can benefit some of the nausea, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool, and that help with that morning sickness. Um, and every woman is different. Uh, I think every person I've ever worked with, they have a little bit different constellation of stuff. Things may come on sooner or later for one individual, you know, compared to another. Um, but that first semester, we're really trimester, we're just really treating you like almost like a normal patient. Right. Um, and then encouraging and empowering you to make as many lifestyle changes that you can so that you're eating cleaner or making sure you're getting the nutrients you need. Um, maybe helping you manage stress and giving you some outlets to deal with, you know, stressors that may have been there before, but now we really want to dial those in and go, okay, maybe we need to make some changes to avoid some of this excessive stress or um, improve our environment a little bit. So that's kind of how I approach that first trimester, you know? Yep. Same here. Anything you add to that first try that I missed or anything? No. I mean, from, from my perspective, you know, if I have, you know, a patient that comes in and they're in that kind of that early stages and, and, um, you know, if they're coming in for something specific, like, you know, low back pain or pelvic pain, or, you know, maybe they're experiencing sciatica in that first trimester, I'll usually start with some, like some rehab stuff, but I'll make sure what I'll, what I try to tell my patient is as we progress later through this pregnancy, a lot of those corrective exercises, a lot of those rehab things that I give are not going to be effective just because there's so much change that's going to occur that it's it's almost it's kind of I don't want to say pointless because that's that's not the case, but it's you're not gonna overcome that hill. Like those changes are gonna occur regardless and trying to make some corrective, knowing that your body's gonna continue continually change, uh, it just makes it a lot tougher. So focusing the energy on rehab, um, I tend to like back off of that and be like, you know, we can spend our energy in other, you know, kind of in other areas. Yeah. And I, you bring up a good point that I was thinking about where initially someone may come in with some pain or some symptoms, Mm -hmm. although many women come in just for pure wellness care during pregnancy, which I think is amazing. But we do want to try to get you as comfortable as fast as possible so that you're not suffering. And uh, it's all about staying ahead of the curve, you know, when you're pregnant, knowing that, you know, on average, we're going to gain probably 25, 30 pounds and and that abdominal muscles are going to get weaker and that pelvis is going to, you know, kind of shift forward as that low back curve gets accentuated. And so we know biomechanically, we're going to be at a temporary disadvantage. And so if we can stay ahead of it and keep you from having any discomfort, it's, it's a win for sure. So, so you kind of just briefly touched on this. Should we go into, you know, maybe some of the biomechanical changes that actually do occur throughout pregnancy? You want to, you want to touch a little bit on that? Yeah. As I was kind of saying a second ago, 
you know, we get a lot of the weight of our center of gravity kind of shifting forward mm -hmm. as the uterus and the baby are growing. And so it's going to stretch the abdominal muscles out quite a bit. They mm -hmm. do get a little bit weaker in that state. Um, that's going to kind of roll that pelvis kind of forward yep. and your lumbar, your lower back, um, it's going to accentuate that curve. And we've got these facet joints or these articular surfaces of the, of the spine back there. And it kind of, kind of jams those up a little bit and everybody's anatomy and posture and all that is a little bit different. So for some women, they may already have a little bit of you know, too much curvature in their low back. Now yeah. we're really pushing it. Yep. Maybe you've lost some of the curve because we sit all the time and we kind of slump. And so now we're putting your back into a, you know, a different position that it's not used to. And it, it's kind of angry. Um, I'm a big advocate of just good physical movement and staying yep. active. Yeah. Uh, we definitely don't encourage you to, you know, if you have never done CrossFit, it's not the time to start CrossFit during no, pregnancy, yeah. right? Yeah. But if I, you've been doing CrossFit, you probably can continue doing CrossFit yeah. for quite a bit through. And I know, I know individuals that have done that and had yep. great success and everything went smooth. Yeah. Um, but if you have a desk job and, and Dr. Bullenmore got to, and I got to experience this working in the corporate setting where, um, you know, because of, uh, the last couple of years where everybody got to shift to working from home, um, you know, when you worked at the desk in the office, eight to five, you know, nine to five, whatever you want to call it, people didn't, oops, Mr. Sorry, Popularity, <laughs> um, you know, people weren't getting up from the desk as often, you know, they weren't right. moving as often. And so I found a lot more, um, dysfunction and issues in the, those pregnant moms backs and pelvises mm -hmm. and that led to more complicated deliveries mm -hmm. um as when everyone started going back home and working you were more apt to one work in more comfortable clothing mm -hmm. be in an environment that you're comfortable in you know move around change positions kind of switch it up get a little bit more walking in and that drastically improved um the the deliveries, the complications that, you know, I saw reduce cesareans go down and that was just pure getting regular natural movement throughout the day mm -hmm. versus being in a fixed position. So yeah. if you have a corporate job or you have a desk job, which a lot of people do, you know, you're on a laptop or computer, most of the hours of the day, you got to get up, you got to move around, you need that circulation. Baby doesn't want to be constrained. Right. And so, um, those are kind of just little things we're nudging you when you're working with the chiropractor to say, Hey, you know, yeah. how are you doing with this? What do you, you know, are you staying active? Are you staying moving? You want to keep the blood sugar balanced and all that kind of stuff. So we don't end up yeah. in a situation in the third trimester where we're having some more complications and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so lots you of had, patient education for sure. Yeah. We had talked about, okay, so we've got a forward pelvic tilt occurring increased, uh, lumbar curvature. Uh, we'll also see some increased uh, thoracic or mid-back spine curve. Will kind of accentuate there, and then the head will kind of kind of tip back. Um, you know, yeah, so it's we'll, just a big kinetic chain. You oh know, yeah, so totally. It's all got to modify to kind of counteract that. You know, yeah. and as we go through pregnancy too. You know, we we talk a lot about the feet and the movement of the foot and the ankle yeah. and supporting those arches in the feet. Um, that's something to notice too, At, you know, you mentioned earlier about the relaxing hormones starting to increase and, you know, when you get into try two and three, 
you know, especially try three at the end, your body's releasing a hormone that's going to allow those joints to have increased laxity. We mm -hmm. want that for delivery because mm -hmm. we want your pelvis to open up and have that freedom to deliver the baby. But um, that also makes other joints a little more lax and unstable. And so in the foot, um, that can that can show up a little bit earlier than you would expect. Yeah. And yeah. especially if you're you know, pregnant during the summer and we get the flip-flops out or we're yeah. no supportive footwear and you're on your feet, whether it's standing at the kitchen sink, you know, doing dishes on the hard floor, tile, wood, whatnot. Um, or, you know, if you're out working, you know, running around the concrete or something in flip-flops, you can really start to feel that in the back and the neck. And, yeah. um, that is an easy change. That's something that you can really address by putting some supportive footwear on even yeah. if you're in the house or where you're going to be on your feet. Um, so that's one of those changes too, that we see in, it's not even just the pelvis in the back. It becomes, you know, your foot and your shoulder joint and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, sorry. I kind of digressed a little bit. No, but, no, I think, but yeah. I think that's a good segue into you know, you had talked about the foot and, and as you know, from what, you know, as, as women get later into their pregnancy, sometimes they start to notice swelling, you know? So I will, I try to encourage, you know, wear proper supportive footwear, but you know, if your foot has enlarged, sometimes it's not comfortable to wear a shoe. And so you had talked about flip-flops. It's just so much easier to put on flip-flops, but on the flip side of that, sometimes they're not as supportive for the arches in the foot and for the foot. So I've, I've actually recommended patients look into um, a, a type of like flip-floppy type shoe that, that actually has good arch support in it. And yeah, my favorite uh, is uh, Birkenstocks. Yeah, so I highly okay, recommend gosh, Birkenstocks for yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. If you're I envision what it looks like, I just couldn't think of the name. Yeah, some people don't like the style, some people do, but um, that's a really good supportive sandal that you can slip on, yep. slip off. You don't have to tie it, um, and it's going to give you a good foundation to stand on. It's not custom to your foot, but it's it's pretty good off the shelf. And so mm -hmm. that's one of my go-tos. Even in the winter months or the cooler months, you could put on socks and still wear those. And so mm -hmm. um, those can be a great, great way to go. Um, we do also offer a three-part series custom orthotic that's specifically yep. designed for these biomechanical changes of the woman's foot. So there's one for, that's custom-made for your foot for the first trimester and then a second trimester and then a third trimester into postpartum. And they're designed knowing that your for your gravity, your center of gravity is going to mi migrate forward. And so it's going to kind of help support you. So you're not mm -hmm. feeling the effects of that so much. And so that's kind of cool. That's maybe on the extreme. If you want to make an investment in something like that. Um, if you don't, most people have some decent pair of athletic shoes at home, those can be better if your foot's not swollen yeah. uh, to give you some support and some cushioning. Um, just always keep in mind that if it's a true running shoe, it it's tilting your foot forward for running, right? Like if you're in the motion of running, it's setting you up for that. So um, that's not super ideal if your center of mass is already shifting forward mm -hmm. and you're not running. Mm -hmm. And so that may cause some other challenges and actually mm -hmm. accentuate the problem. So mm -hmm. look for a shoe uh, that has a zero degree heel where your heel is 
is flat with the rest of your foot. Yeah, um, Ultras has that, that brand Ultras uh, with an A, uh, which I, I love those shoes for other reasons, but um, they have a zero degree heel in them. Oh, so nice. Little things like that, though, make a huge difference over yeah. the course of the pregnancy for sure. So let's uh, uh, what else? any other changes I'm trying to think of in that first see. trimester specifically, um, but well, okay. So a change. Yes. But something that I, I actually touch on a little bit after delivery. Um, and especially with, um, moms who have had a cesarean section is kind of, kind of a breathing piece. Um, it used to be, and I, it's, my kids are eight and 10. So it's been a while since we've gone through the, the new, the new parent or the, the new pregnancy, uh, classes that are sometimes offered in, uh, OB clinics or in hospitals. And they talk about like breathing, Lamaze breathing was, you know, a big one as far as, you know, how that helps kind of manage the pain. But I look at it more from a, from a diaphragm, from a rib cage, you know, pelvis kind of position and your pelvic floor and your diaphragm actually kind of mirror each other during our gait cycle. So as you, as the baby grows through pregnancy, those two things kind of um, essentially kind of move apart from one another. But once the baby is born, it's really important to kind of reestablish that union because that's going to help give you more um, control over your pelvis, control over your kind of your rib cage during, during the gait cycle. Um, so kind of to go back then forward, I'll actually have my patients, um, like post cesarean utilize a blowing up of a balloon. So that will gives them a, a force exhalated air, which forces them to engage more of their transverse abdominis and, um, and internal oblique musculature, which helps kind of, kind of, um, re tip that pelvis. So instead of the, the pelvis being tipped forward during the pregnancy, it helps kind of give you a posterior tilt back of your pelvis and helps kind of bring that rib cage down. But it also helps kind of engage and, and, rehab, if you would, that, uh, that core musculature, which is going to give you more control, you know, during your, your gait cycle. And sometimes it can make for, um, you know, helps with, you know, if you've had pain during your pregnancy helps, uh, helps you get out of that a lot, you know, a lot quicker and hopefully prevent issues kind of down the road, like low back pain from developing. So anyways, I just kind of went off on a tangent there. Sorry about that. No, that's good. I mean, breathing is super important. And and if you talk to a, you know, a woman in their third trimester, when there's just no room in there, you know, yeah. they, they feel that connection for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And as we move into that, try two, try three phase, you know, as a chiropractor, our focus um, as always to keep your nervous system functioning and keep the spine moving and keep mm-hmm. everything balanced. But now we're starting to go, okay, we're getting a more mechanical change. Um, what else can we do? And it, you know, it is a preventative kind of approach that we're taking where we want to try to keep everything happy so that some women that start to finish with us never really have any back pain or problems. And that's right. kind of an ideal situation. But um, the goal for me is like, 
trying to set them up to have the deliver that they want in the way that they want to have it, which is typically, you know, a natural delivery. Nobody really sets out to have a C-section. Right. Um, sometimes in that third trimester, um, there's some techniques we can deploy should the baby, um, you know, you find out from your OB on an ultrasound, or you may be able to just feel the baby's position. That baby is transverse, you know, laying across wise or uh, breach. And, and so that's not ideal. And so there's some techniques um, that we can use to try to help uh, rebalance the pelvis, the ligaments that attach to the uterus mm-hmm. and allow that baby to free up, so to speak, uh, and reposition properly, mm-hmm. which is head down. Yeah. And, uh, and that's a very safe, natural way to do it. There's no manipulation of the actual belly or the baby. It's just working with the mom's body and those ligaments to kind of release any of the tension. And uh, we want the baby to not be in inner uterine constraint while it's trying to rapidly grow and move and develop and figure out this new world. And so all throughout your pregnancy, you want to make sure everything kind of stays balanced and happy. Um we talk a lot about sleep. We've done a podcast on sleep. Yeah. Sleep really matters when you're pregnant because your body is just doing so much. It's like working double time every day behind the scenes. And so sleep is just super critical and it's super hard to get once the baby comes too. So yep. we want to try to get as much as we can and be really uh, diligent about that. But second, third trimester, sometimes, you know, it's difficult to get comfortable. Um, yeah. There's some fun pillows you can play with. And try to get yourself into that kind of sideline, pseudo, not backline, but kind of, you know, enough that you feel mm-hmm. like you're not just on your side the whole night mm-hmm. and supporting, you know, your legs and your pelvis. And so there's not so much pressure. But um, as you talked about earlier, that, that space in there in the diaphragm, everything's got a lot of pressure, right? So yeah. the bladder does too. And so sometimes that, yeah. you know, upsets the the sleep rhythm. but. Um, sleep is really important and we, uh, we try to do everything we can to try to encourage and support you to get better sleep. And, uh, I think that helps. Um, let's see. So you got faster delivery, keeping everything kind of aligned, uh, addressing any misalignments that the, I say misalignments, but you know, the baby's kind of restricted in a position that's less ideal. Um, that's where that becomes really powerful. Yeah. And uh let's touch on like what an actual treatment would like entail cuz it's adjusting a pregnant patient is different to a certain degree than somebody who's not pregnant. And you know mm-hmm. people think if you've ever gone to the Cairo a lot of times you'll lay face down. Well, obviously if you're in your third trimester you can't really lay face down um on a completely flat table. Uh, there are tables out there that you can modify. The ones that we use here in our office, we can drop the abdomen uh, piece down so the bill, the belly, as it gets bigger, can fit down in there so our patients can lay face down. Um, any other, what do you think? Any other modifications, anything? Yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's the comment I get the most when... Yeah. The Same. pregnant mom comes in towards the end. It's like, can I just lay here for a little while? Because oh, yeah. I don't get to Every, do this very much. And the table it. adjusts so that you are supported and you can really relax on your stomach and let your belly kind of hang and just give your back a break for once. Um, 
And so that feels really great. Mm-hmm. We use some mechanical um, vibratory massagers and stuff like that to try to relax some of the muscles that are kind of tired yep. and sore, give them a break. Um, in that later part of your pregnancy, it's very common to use like a belly band or something like that to mm-hmm. get that additional support. Uh, I think those can be really helpful. I always kind of mention, you know, you don't want to get to a place where you're just putting this thing on in the morning, taking it off at night and just mm-hmm. completely relying upon it all day. Mm-hmm. You embrace something, then the body's like, oh, something else is taking care of it for me. I don't need to hold this anymore. And then you kind of accelerate that weakness in your back. So, yeah. Um, and it can kind of create some additional constraint on the belly. So, yeah. use it as you need to. Or if you got a big day where you're going to have to, you know, go out and walk around a bunch and you know it's going to, be tough. It's a good time to wear it, but I wouldn't just put it on first thing in the morning mm-hmm. you know, unless you need it. Um, yeah. What else? Let's see. We touched on, you know, what a treatment modification wise. I mean, I think that's the table modification is probably the biggest one. Um, you know, if we're adjusting your neck or your upper back and you're laying face up, we're not going to usually keep you there for very long. Um, yeah. And sometimes, you know, we'd like to include other services too. So, you know, getting a massage sometimes yeah, can be really beneficial good, yeah, good for point. the soft tissue stuff, working with a massage therapist that has the equipment and the skill set to work with pregnant women can be just a really nice treat for a mom, mm-hmm. um, to kind of break things up a little bit. I also like that it depends on the time of year and where you live and all that kind of stuff and access to water, but getting in the water sometimes can be really great Mm -hmm. to, you know, you're more buoyant and the water's cool and relaxing and you can kind of move in a different way than you can when we're out of the water. And so I like that quite a bit. Yoga is really good too. I'm a big fan of yoga for pregnancy and there's, you can find classes that are specific for pregnancy, um, that, are not as aggressive as other yoga, yoga style classes. So. Yeah. And I think, uh, we, we actually send out, you know, to our pregnant moms, a whole list of kind of some things we think it's great to do during Mm -hmm. pregnancy early on kind of creates that mind body awareness and gets you kind of in touch with your body and uh, keeps everything kind of moving. Um, something I've kind of looked into more recently, we talk about the pelvic floor and there's a lot of moms that will have pelvic floor weakness after having the baby. And that's become kind of a hot topic and such. Um, you want to, you want to have a strong pelvic floor and you want to stay engaged with that. I think later on in pregnancy, overdoing it on trying to train your pelvic floor may have consequences when it comes time to deliver the baby. And so that may make it more difficult if everything is kind of overly inflamed and tight and Mm -hmm. closed off, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And when we really need to be able to relax those tissues. And so there's kind of a balance in there and and I'm not an expert on that, that exactly, but, um, that that's been a hot topic for sure. Yeah. And trying to get back to normal after the baby comes and everything. And so, um, there's some great therapists out there that do just that. Yep. Um, it may be worth noting too, you know, like if you're looking for, you're pregnant you're looking for chiropractic care where do you go you know how do you find a doctor that is proficient in seeing pregnant patients i think it's like any profession there's specialists that work in those spaces and so you want somebody that has a lot of experience and training 
with the pregnant patient with the red equipment so that you can get a very comfortable adjustment and such. Mm -hmm. Um, and then afterwards, um, I think it's just as important to get the care leading up to the delivery as it is after the delivery. Yeah, I agree. And so we talked about the, you know, relaxing hormone, letting everything kind of open and stretch. Now that's diminishing in the body and things are kind of left where they get left. You know what I mean? And so if your pelvis is kind of a little bit out of position or things are just kind of locked up in an abnormally or a less ideal position, uh, but that now we don't have those hormones to let everything kind of free float back into position or, you know, correct, so to speak. Um, I think that can be problematic. And so getting yeah. the chiropractic care, keeping the joints moving, getting that nervous system reset and just keeping you feeling well. I think there's a benefit to, um, even just from a subjective component of care where the patient's like, I just feel so much better after getting yeah. adjusted because my yeah. body's been through, you know, hell and back here. And so, mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you're laid up in the bed for a longer period of time than you want yeah. to. So you're more sedentary, you're holding the baby, you're doing these new positions, you're carrying a, a car seat and a diaper bag, all this stuff, you know? And so, um, it can just be a really awesome benefit. And I think, yeah. um, I think that's great. And then bring your baby in too. That's a whole nother conversation, but yeah, um, definitely. Well, I think we've touched on quite a bit. Anything, anything else we didn't cover? Uh, you know, I think that's pretty good. I, I would yeah. be curious if anybody has any questions or anything out there, I would say, um, you know, for a more comfortable pregnancy, uh, for a faster delivery, an overall healthier nervous system and mom, you know, I, I would definitely consider getting chiropractic care during your pregnancy. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think, uh, there's a lot of benefits to it. Yeah. It's safe, helps with the baby, helps with delivery, helps with your comfort level. Um, so yeah, definitely consider it. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for another episode of Aligned and Thriving. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like um, if you're listening or if you're watching this on YouTube, like and subscribe to our um, our YouTube channel, Aligned and Thriving Health. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Take care, guys.